Welcome into UGA Football Live with J.C. Shelton, where the dogs come to talk. What's up, y'all? Welcome in UGA Football Live with J.C. Shelton. Got a great offseason episode planned here with none other than Travaris King, one of the best Georgia wide receivers in recent history. TK, it's been a while since I had you on, but you are a friend of the show, and I love getting a chance to talk with you. Um, how are you doing, man? Doing well, bro. Doing doing really well, man. I appreciate any time I can hop on with you. You know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm gonna get on here, even if it's a even if it's a week late. My fault. But, <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. Um, hey, that's a cool carpet behind you. Yeah, man. So uh, actually, Aaron Murray's uh, brother-in-law, um, he has a company out in Los Angeles, and they they make rugs and and uh, he just he, he did that for me. So shout out to those guys over there. Yeah, we love the Players Lounge. Yeah, I'm an editor on Georgia right now. The Players Lounge. So we love those guys. That's a cool carpet. I gotta get me one of those, man. I gotta hit up Aaron. Be like, where do I get one of those, man? That's for nice. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but thanks for coming on. Let's let's jump it right into it. Um, so, a lot of questions here on the Georgia offense. Obviously, you know you change coordinators uh, from Todd Monken to Mike Bobo. Mike Bobo, you're very familiar with. Um, and I, let's let's open it up. And I, I've the the former Georgia Bulldogs I've had on this offseason. We always touch on Bobo, especially since most of them did play under him. Um, let's get your first thoughts. I don't think we've spoken since he was hired early this offseason. What was your first thoughts there when they made that move? Um, obviously, super, super excited. Um, I think it's a great move. Obviously, losing a great talent like Coach Munkin, you saw what he did with the offense and what he, how he had the offense rolling. Losing a great talent like that is always tough, but getting getting somebody, one, that you're familiar with, two, that is a just Georgia guy through and through, um, and three, is pretty damn good at what they do. Um, I think that that is just um, – amazing and you saw I feel like he was a an integral part to Stetson I think I feel like he was an integral part to that offense um just being um there last year um not being an OC so having him back um at the helm I think is huge I think that um the knowledge that he's gained throughout these years is going to be huge and then now, dude, they've got so many, so many players, so many different weapons on that team um, that that Coach Bobo gets to gets to play with. And you got to think we were putting up, I think thirty eight, averaging thirty eight, maybe forty plus uh, points at some at some point during my career um, there. So you got to think that he's just gonna do that with these type of athletes he's going to find ways to get the ball in Brock Bauer's hands and in Ra's hands and Dom Lovett's hands he's going to find ways to get guys going and it's, it's going to be fun that McConkie um it's going to be fun bro I think it's going to be an exciting year and um you know I'm super excited he's getting a, a second opportunity to do something special and and something even more so special in 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 a three-peat I think yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot you said there. And, and you know, most of my opinion is really formed from guys like you who come on here and told me stories from playing under him. And, you know, everybody can look at stats. And if you're not involved, you can look at the numbers. Um, they were good at some points, like you pointed out there. They were um, not as good in others. But I think when you look at how his former players think about him and their success is not only the college level like yourself, but also in the NFL like yourself and other guys as well who played under him, um, I think – it's, it's it's such a different program than he was here last. I mean, when you look at it under Mark Richt, um, who I love, but he didn't have 
I one I think the staff that Georgia has right now on offense, especially with guys like Dell McGee and, and Todd Hartley at tight end, and then B Mac and what he's doing at receivers. Um, yeah. And then yeah. offensive line, Stacy Cyrus, right? I mean, those guys up front are huge. Um, they're they're some of the top rated prospects for the upcoming NFL draft, and Tate Ratledge and Cedric Van Pran. Um, and Xavier Trust as well. I mean, I know we have to replace the tackles there, but we have talent. We have guys who have rotated in like Amarius Mims as well, showing good stuff. So, I mean, you have the t- one of the most elite tight end groups in the country, headed by maybe the, the best player in college football right there. My Bobo didn't have that back in the day. He had some great receivers yeah. like yourself. But yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think that those pieces kind of uh, going to really help Bobo get started here and get rolling here in the fall? Man, I, I think they're going to be uh... – I mean, uh, integral part. You mentioned coaches. I mean, all of those guys that you mentioned were actually on staff. But but the growth as well for them as 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 coaches is is huge. Um, as well as what you mentioned, the players. Um, that line that we have now, unreal. Uh, unreal. The guys that they got coming in, even just unreal. I don't know what they're feeding these kids. But but you talk about playmakers and out wide. Um, we did have pieces, bro. We had a lot of pieces out wide, but collectively, all together, you got a Ra-Ra Thomas um, that's super special. You got a Dom Lovett that's super special. You got Rosamie Jack Saint that's super special. Dylan Bell, super special. I mean, I could go on down the line. The speedster, Arian Smith, like there's so many different things that I feel like Coach Bobo's going to be able to do, and all of that is anchored, you know what I'm saying, Lad McConkey, all of that is anchored in the middle by – Brock Bowers, Brock Bowers, um, Lawson Lucky, I think is going to be huge. Pierce, yeah. all of those like that, that you mentioned Todd Hartley, that's my dog. All of those guys in that tight end room are special, but, but I mean, collectively, bro, you just look across the board and on paper and you're just like, man, how much fun is Mike Bobo going to have calling plays? And then, you know, obviously we got to talk about quarterback. Um, you know, Carson Beck is a special, special talent. He's a special, special kid. And I think that he's kind of waited, his, not waited his turn, but I think he's learned so much and has been behind somebody. So, um, such a good leader in Stetson Bennett that he, he, he's ready, bro. He's ready to be that guy. So I think that, I think that this team, man, offensively may be way better, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's it's, it's kind of scary, and we had we didn't even talk about the backs. So it's it's, it's scary, bro. I, this team and the 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 uh, the coaching staff and what they're able to do, this the the culture they're able to create, as you mentioned before, is just is just insane, and it's fun. It's fun to be a part of. It's fun to be a Georgia fan. It's fun to be a Georgia alum right now. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And and you look at the support that Bobo and this offense will have on the defensive side of the ball. Which is going to be incredible, and then special teams we as well. How many guys we bring back? Eight guys. Yeah, Eight stars. yeah, and yeah, and I mean, I know you know. Obviously, you know, have Kamari Laster stepping in that CB one spot. So maybe Dalen Everett, maybe Nylon Green. We don't know who this is going to be. That I'm sure we're going to see. I expect to see some rotation in there in the first few games, or maybe even more. I mean, why not try it out in a schedule like this? I know it's going to be SEC schedule, and Kirby Smart don't take that lightly. But that is an opportunity for these guys to rotate and prove themselves, and then maybe solidify their own spots in this in this defense. Um, defensive line, I think, is going to be strong. Obviously, missing Jalen Carter, but it, let's not get into much in the weeds here on defense because we know 
what the product is over the last few years. I mean, Georgia sends so many guys to the draft. There's always roster attrition there from turnover, but they're still able to really dominate. And I think that's not going to change. So the support Bobo has there is going to be one of the best he's ever had in his his coaching career. Maybe he's not the best. So I think only big things for this offense here. And I think it, it, let's talk quarterbacks as well. You mentioned it there. Um, definitely want to get to that. So I think maybe an aspect, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, that Georgia might miss from last year, not to say they can't do something better or maybe adapt, which I'm sure that's what they're trying to do this offseason and fall camp, getting ready for it. But losing Stetson Bennett's legs, mm. right? That's going to change the offense when you have a guy like Carson Beck back there who who could scoot. I mean, I've seen him scoot a little bit, right? He, he has some wheels on him, but he's not. We've seen Stetson yes. get, get the sliding, you know? Yeah. So, Stetson's different. Stetson's a different animal. What, what are your thoughts on that and how this offense will have to adapt from a guy who can take off like that and even quarterback planned runs and RPOs with him in there um, as a runner option compared yeah, yeah. to now with Carson Beck pocket passer. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned it though. I mean, I don't, I don't think uh, Carson's just a statue back there. I think that he will be able to do some things. Some of those RPO special things, some of those zone read type special things um, where we need to get, you know, a first down on the third and eight. I think he can do that. I think he's very capable of doing that. He's got those next level intangibles. Um, so I, I think he, I think he can do that. Um, I do. I do feel like I do. I am excited to see just to see how his leadership carries over because that's what that's something that Stetson just he walked out there and you and, and it seemed like just cool. Everything just seemed cool. So I am I am anxious to see how that carries over and, and how those qualities carry over to this offense for sure. Yeah, I think that's a good mention there. That's what's going to help Stetson in L.A. and and really being an NFL quarterback, I think, is the ability to go in as a backup and calm guys down like, hey, I got this. Let me step in and do something special. Like we, there's always that, you know, like Chad Daniels kind of in the NFL, right? Guys yeah. who step in and, and sling it. That's always good to watch. But I um, – I think with Carson Beck, and here's an interview, guys, if you're listening, I did a story on Carson Beck and Aaron Murray. Their conversation had to be a couple months ago now. Um, but they really went in depth about this and the experience that he's gained, waiting his turn, and everything that he says. I know it's a media interview, so, you know, he could just be, you know, player or coach speak there. But his mindset, to me, really seems genuine in that he is going to try to keep calm, keep cool. He's shown that in the past when he's gotten mop-up duties, but we'll have to see him in the fire a little bit. Um, but he said that learning from Stetson last year was probably the biggest leap in his development, even though he necessarily didn't want to. Of course, I mean, he, he was preparing to start every game like he was going to start every game. He said that really helped him. So I think I mean, the guys, from what we've seen in the past, they trust him. I mean, he threw at Georgia's Pro Day a couple of years ago. The guys picked him to throw. Obviously, Stetson was getting drafted, so he threw this year. Um, but I think they, that he has that trust, and especially that arm talent um, and the, the ability to change angles and stuff. I, I know you have to love that as a receiver, right? Yeah, bro. You uh, you definitely love the intangibles. You definitely love what he can do. Um, I think I saw a clip of him the other day, uh, slinging it different, throwing off, throwing off balance, going the other, rolling the opposite way, um, throwing the opposite side of the field. Um, so you know that arm, the arm strength is there. Um, and yeah, we've seen him do some awesome things, but you mentioned it. You said it. It's 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 we're we're number one. We're we've got the target on our back, we've got the target on our chest, on our face. Um, <laughs> it's on us. Um so every week, week in and week out, you know, 
you're going to get everybody's best. Everybody's going to throw different kind of looks at you, different kind of blitzes at you, different things, different coverages. Um, so you, you, you definitely got to be prepared. And, and, and he, he, he alluded to it. He, he think he said last year was so integral for him um, because he prepared like a starter. And when you prepare like a starter um, and you're not the guy, I, 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 that makes me even more anxious to see you when you are the guy. So I'm excited to see what we've got in Carson Beck. And, and uh, I think we've got uh, something special for sure. Yeah, I, I think so as well. And I think uh, the, the the facts are out there as far as Georgia and the, and the ability they're going to have right now to really stretch defenses with the players on the offense. Um, so I, I think it might be one of the best years for the Georgia offense and that support from the defense. I think it's a great combination. And as a guy who, you know, caught 135 passes, 2,600 yards, 20 touchdowns of your career, I got a question as far as the schedule goes, right? So the schedule in SEC right now, we don't know how each guy, how each team is going to perform throughout the first few weeks of the season. There should be, and there might be a big shift. Somebody maybe is playing a lot better than they were always previously um, expected to. Now, the schedule right now is one of the weakest in the SEC. I think it hurts George a little bit. And not from the standpoint of the college football playoff or anything like that. Um, I think you win the SEC, that's all you need. Even if you go undefeated, maybe you lose a close game in the SEC championship, I think they're in. But as far as developing this team's mindset into playing in tough, close games or maybe playing from behind, like they did at Missouri, they did at Ohio State last year, obviously came back with great comebacks in both games and won it, 15-0 season. But for me, it's like that almost kind of prepared that maybe that game versus Missouri prepared Georgia to play in a behind versus Ohio State and come back and still really play well and not get down on themselves, not say, oh, we lost this one or anything like that. Do you think I'm 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 close there? What what are your thoughts on the schedule and whether it hurts or, or helps Georgia? Oh, uh, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely a light, a light schedule. But um, I mean, who was the toughest team who played us the toughest last year? Missouri. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Would you have said that? Would you have said that going into the season? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> so, so that being said, I think that that's going to be something that's harped on all, all year long. Um, whether you're playing um, <clears throat> Missouri or you're playing Kentucky um, or Bama, like it, it, any, any given Saturday, anybody in this league, in our, in our league can, can make something shake. So I think that that's definitely going to be something that's talked about um, on a daily basis Um, because, because yeah, everybody, it's it's no secret. Everybody thinks that our schedule is a light. And I think it's, I think it's not, I think it's light. but um, like I said, any given week, bro, in this league, it it can happen to you. So that, that'll, that'll definitely be a point of emphasis. Yeah. Let's let's go run through the schedule real quick and just get your uh, predictions here. I'm not go game guy game. I just want to see if there's you see any losses on to see if Georgia goes to the SEC championship undefeated. Um, yeah. Tennessee Martin at home. We got Ball State at home. That's a great uh, home openers. <laughs> uh, uh, South Carolina. You were gonna uh, say something? Nah, I'm WWW. Yeah, okay, I got you. Um, Georgia at Auburn. W. Q yeah. free. Yeah, I think Hugh Freeze is going to do some good stuff there, maybe over a few years. But I think it was just such a dumpster fire when he came in that it's going to take some time. Um, Kentucky's at Georgia. I don't think that's good for Kentucky. No, I don't think it's good for him. But Mark Stoops had that defense rolling. He's been having that defense looking good. They get uh, what's what's yeah. the Leary? Um, they get Leary. They get, yeah, they got Leary. Mm-hmm. 
and their receivers are really good. So I think that's probably like the, if, if I'm picking a game, that's the sleeper game probably. Yeah, and they played us tough last year. I mean, that, their defensive scheme I think really helps them. Um, now it's about the offense, right? They couldn't block anybody last year. That's the thing. Oh no, a soul, not a soul. Um, we got Vanderbilt uh, away. I don't know. That's gonna be a tough one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Georgia, Florida, Florida. Yeah, that's Florida is there. They might be the worst team in in the league right now. Might be. I don't know, man. They got so many questions, but it would be the year that Florida just decides to step up and play well. We'll see. Um, I I, I think that's a dub though. And then Missouri at Georgia. Um, Ole Miss at Georgia. That's going to be a fun game. They played game. Ole Miss. Lane, yeah, I mean, yeah, Lane Kiffin, and he, you know, he's going to want to scheme for that Georgia defense and really tear Kirby Smart up. You know that. A hundred percent. You know, he tries to do that week in and week out, especially when it's, um, you know, his guys like Kirby and, and Nick Saban. So, so he's definitely going to be. Yeah, that would be a good one too. But yeah, I'm excited gonna... to see that one. But then we got Tennessee. At Tennessee, second to last game, so teams might be beaten up here. Now Georgia owns Neyland Stadium, and uh-huh. recently, right? And the way they played last year, and then Tennessee obviously has a new quarterback stepping in, looked good versus Clemson, but can you do it a whole SEC season and do it against Georgia? Ah, uh, man, I, I I like Joe Milton. He got a rocket on his arm. Yeah. Uh, I like him, but I, I don't I don't see that happening, man. I, I felt like they lost a lot. Tennessee lost a lot um, mm-hmm. out wide for sure. Um, some special, some real special players, and then their defense, man, they just hadn't got it going. Yeah. So lost I lost a good pass rusher this year. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to to the dogs again up there. Nina. Yeah, I think that one might be one. Of, I mean, obviously, the game last year they were number one in the country when we played them. So obviously, people are gonna mark that one on their calendars, but. Being as the second to last game after you play Missouri and Mississippi, Missouri is going to be a tough one just how they play physically. And then Ole Miss with the offense and really trying to stretch the field. I mean, that could be one of those games you get to a point where you have some injuries and stuff like that. So I think maybe Tennessee, I'm going to guess, is might be the close one here on the schedule. Um, and then Tech. Tech is on the road. Um, dub. So, yeah, I'm thinking 12 and 0, buddy. <laughs> Quick with it, dub. Yeah, don't think too hard. No, no, but yeah, we we like twelve and zero. I think I think this is going to be the game now. LSU and Alabama, they're going to go at it. I like LSU right now just because the quarterback questions for Alabama. Jaden Daniels is a star. He was hurt against Georgia. Um, the way the way he uses his legs, and I think he's developing as a passer. That's something to watch for. Is LSU next year? Yeah, man. I I think that 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 team. Um, you know, we we talk about it over on our pod. Um, that team right there is really dangerous too. LSU. Jaden Daniels, what he's what he did last year with his legs was super phenomenal. Um early too. Like and, and, and I don't think him and his receivers were clicking early on. And you and you just mentioned that um I think he's getting better as a passer. So I think that that team is gonna be special. And then Bama, like I don't think we can go without talking about them. Like who 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 is their quarterback gonna be, bro? Dude. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. They have options. They do have <laughs> options, right? Right. They got they got they got options, but I think I think going into the summer, that's a bad place to be, really. Um, so yeah, if anybody can do it though, it's Nick Saban. I'm not gonna count him out. <laughs> oh, can't do it. Won't do it. No, 
Um, but yeah, before we get out of here, let's get a, two quick stories. Um, I think we already talked about your favorite Georgia game in the past. And I think that was, if correct me if I'm wrong, your career game was uh, Nebraska in the bowl game where you went off for like 200 something yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Michigan State, I think. Yeah, was that was that your was that your favorite one? Am I getting that right, or do you have a game that you were just like, man, you remember that? You smiled. We lost, hey, we lost that Michigan State game, so no, nah, that's yeah. definitely not my favorite. That was uh, rough. Uh, man, uh, great memories. Obviously, so many cool different things. Um, I'm putting them on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. Give me a second. Yeah, uh, I mean, in Florida, I guess, uh, in 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 Jacksonville, playing Florida, probably that fourth and I think it was fourth and six, fourth and seven, fourth and eight, something like that. Um, myself and Michael Bennett, both in that game, uh, two, two fourth down. Yeah. To, those, that was, that was a pretty cool moment. I think that's one of my favorite games for sure. Yeah. Michael came on. He said the same game. I love that. Dude. That was, it was, it was special. It, was, it just felt like everything was going right for the boys. Yeah. And we were underdogs going into there and played really well. Um, yeah. and that set us up for the season too. Um, and then NFL, What's that play, man? You remember your favorite plays from the NFL? Maybe touchdown, catch, something like that. Describe it to us. Uh, man. Um, I ran a, I ran a crazy, I ran a nice sluggo route. Um, who was that on? Explain yeah. that route to the people at home. Uh, man, it's just a slant and go sluggo. So, man, you go three steps. You run in on that quarterback, make sure you give him your eyes to sell that thing, and then you go back out on a, a, a fade. But, man, I ran it so smooth on, um, I think, uh, Eagles cat, 31 Jalen. I don't remember his last name, but I had him I had him looking. And Eli, <laughs> Eli pumped that thing, and he bit on it, and, it, and he just threw it in the back corner. That was a really nice um, really nice play, play design by my man Sully. So, so yeah, it was a, that's probably one that was pretty special. And then same game took a slant to the crib. So <laughs> yeah, that was, that was just a special game. I guess that was probably my favorite game. All right, man. Thanks buddy. I appreciate the stories. Um, I guess one more thing, one more thing before we go, if you had to give these Georgia receivers a tip for working with Mike Bobo, what would it be? Oh man, bring your lunch pail. And they, but they probably, they already know that. Um, he's a worker, man. He, he expects you to be on, on your A game and, and just, just like his, 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 his guy, Kirby, um, <laughs> he's a worker, man. He expects you to be on your A game. Um, but he's going to love you, bro. He's going to love you, put you in the right position, um, to make sure you succeed and make sure this team succeeds. So just, uh, just bring your lunch pail and be ready. Yeah. I love it. I love Thanks TK. We appreciate your time man. your insight, former Georgia Bulldog former NFL veteran as well. Um, I think you got a show going on you were telling me about. Uh, make sure the people at home know where they can find you on that. You and Noshawn Marino, I believe. Yes, sir. Myself, Noshawn Marino, and Blaine Gilmer are over at UGASports.com. Um, you can check our show out um, on YouTube as well. The show is called The Georgia Players Section. Um, bring you some player insight from myself and Noshawn. Uh, we have some awesome guests. We've had Todd Gurley, Matthew Stafford, um, AJ Styles, um, just a just a, a slew of folks. You guys can go over and check that out on YouTube as well. But definitely tune in to us every Wednesday at eight thirty p.m. I think this week we're on it 
on Thursday. I think No Sean's going to a Snoop Dogg concert. Uh, <laughs> so that's so we we moving the show to Thursday. But yeah, check us out. That's the Georgia Players section for sure. D O double G. I love it. All right, TK, we appreciate it, man. Uh, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs.